What up, though? I'm your boy, Chill B, and this is the Chill Bravado Podcast. I bring you a series called Laker 8216, where we cover the grind of an 82-game-long season. It takes 16 wins to get the chip in the end, and we are one day away. Check your recording time. It is one day away from the season opener against the Golden State Warriors, but today we're going to make sure to point out some of the things that I'm uncomfortable with we're definitely going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about the unknown starting lineup, you know, the shenanigans with that. But there is a potential starting lineup floating around in the interspace, the internet. So we're going to get into that as well as day-to-day Russell Westbrook. So we're going to talk about all that and much, much more here. Chill Bravado Podcast, Laker 8216. All right, let's get right into it. I want to jump right into the things that I am uncomfortable with that I'm not feeling as high about as we stand today. So, you know, I like to be the one, the voice of reason, the chill bravado I am. I'm the calm confidence that you need, but I also have to be transparent and honest with you. So although I am feeling very uncomfortable with it, I'm comfortable in uncomfortable spaces. So I'm here to give you my points and then help you if you feel kind of the same way as we navigate through this crazy grind of a season. So the first thing, let's talk about the last two preseason games of the preseason for us because we were feeling pretty good um, according to, you know, most fans. We were okay with the first three. Okay, energy was, was, was way better. We didn't win but one of those. But the energy was good. We seen, you know... Kendrick Nunn emerge and have, you know, these these great scoring games. We've seen Rush, Rush on, on Westbrook showing some energy, showing some life, passing and making, you know, the you know, everything look good. You know, AD came out and had a great performance. LeBron in the second game came out and did, you know, did this thing. Matthew, Matt Ryan, he had a um, you know, one of those games where he just hit like six threes. But the last two games, injuries start to occur. Um, you know, confusion start to occur a little lack of energy so let's start there first off the energy was off the energy was off it was it didn't look good it, it wasn't it, you know guys weren't playing we were getting oh yeah we're going to get the small ball lineup 80 at the five and then he ends up not playing in this game and then we turn around and oh no he, he's not playing in that game so you know Lonnie Walker gets his ankle rolled up on made us all nervous because he was a bright spot so the energy was off, man. It kind of reminded us of last year. I know a lot of people probably are ready to convert back to, man, we got to get rid of Russ. Like, that's our, you know, beginning and ending right now. We begin with Russ. Um, we end with Russ. And we don't know what really we want to do. Because, you know, when times get tough, we kind of revert back to the things we think are the problem. And we, are, and we all think the problem is Russ. And we, as in Laker Nation, as a whole, not every, not everybody individually, but as a whole, most people will vote and say that they're definitely leaning toward Russ has got to go. So the lack of energy and, and the feeling of, you know, a defeat like last year getting blown out. Oh, uh, yeah, everybody turned back to Russ, man. And, and it, didn't, it didn't look good because they start having, you know, the huddle gate discussion on the media platforms and and, and, and our wonderful coverages of the, of the NBA. I kind of knew this was going to be the first thing that was going to blow out of proportion is when the videos, that's the video during the game. You could tell that, that Russ was not willing to get, you know, get in the, get in the little huddle during the free. He fouled 
Uh, McDaniels, he was upset because it was an and one, which I understand. You're going to be upset after you're getting scored on, after you feel like you didn't do it that much contact or whatever the case may be. Russ was not interested in getting in that huddle at that moment. He was trying to gather himself. He's a passionate player. I didn't read too much into it. I figured others were going to read into it, and I'm fine with everybody making the speculations because, I, you know, it's TV, it's entertainment. So we got, that's another reason, A, to say Russ has to go. Yeah, that's another reason if you don't see he's not he doesn't want to get in the player huddle Pat Bev him and you know it was really just kind of going to that narrative. So I get it. I really didn't think much of it, but definitely as I've seen some of my you know calmer heads have emerged and said let's just file it away. Like you just put that away for later because if these things start to build on top of each other, then you start to see the red flags have been mounting up, have been adding up. And we'll see, okay, from this point right here is where it got ugly. This one right here is where it got fishy. And, you know, we're just going to kind of wait and see how this plays out. And it didn't help even more because when they showed the whole team was out there together in the, in the huddle and you see Russ doing his, quote, you know, routine, you know, you know pre-game thing, you know, he gets on and explains that. And, I mean, you can take him for his word or not, but – these things are just building now. Like we're just slowly just putting these things away. I'm telling you, Laker fans, just put it away. Don't panic on it now because it's not even a regular season game. Half of us five to ten years ago didn't even watch preseason games. Some of us two seasons ago didn't watch preseason games. So if you didn't watch preseason and and you know like that, then relax because you're not you're not watching preseason because you want to win a chip okay you, you're just watching it to see what your team looks like it's nothing t- nothing was told to us during these games that will tell us whether or not we're going to win the opening night okay but let me get back to a lot of things i'm uncomfortable with before i get to opening night weird rotations um and just not having a lot of size you know it it was very alarming you know watching the four guard lineup out there just too small four guards and ad four guards and thomas bryant four guards and anybody no, just not going to happen. The boards, we can't rebound like that. Um, we have we have way too many small guards. Now, we had bigger guards. I can understand. But, yeah, here we are. Back to the, to the norm where I'm going to start complaining about bigger, stronger, faster. And we're, you know, when we go small like that, we're not bigger. We're not stronger. And who cares if you're faster? when you're, you know, these guys are jumping and towering over you. So that was a red flag for me. I'm filing that away in my big wing conversation where a lot of guys are, you know, they just feel like, oh, put AD at the five and that would solve all our problems and open up the floor nonsense. Well, when you are playing small ball, you're not necessarily wanting to be the smallest team on the court. You just want to be able to have certain guys between a certain height that they can play up, you know, so if you have um, wings that are, you know, 6'6", six, 6'8", six, 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 and you play them beside A.D. and LeBron, you're able to say, quote, we're playing small ball, but really you're playing big guards. Oh, my. What? Do what you mean you have versatility? That means you're able to do things that a other team are not able to do. That means you might even get a chance to get on the boards. Wait, so you mean having like Alice Caruso, who's 6'5", strong guy, Having KCP, who's not a big guy, but he's 6'5", 6'6", can shoot the ball a little bit, can defend a little bit. Oh, we have Kyle Kuzma, 6'9", not the greatest individual defender, but got better as a team defender who can help on the boards, still has length. 
just to bother you know oh, you mean those type of guys yeah yeah well we don't have those guys okay so the four guard thing kind of scared me alarmed me and just made me feel like yeah this ain't it okay so that was really the thing weird rotations and just being small um matt ryan getting you know the last spot you know 15th roster spot i i'm very you know intrigued by that you know i see a post that he was a a door dash driver last year or a year ago here we are with him in the Lakers spot in the 15th last spot. So we have now filled out the roster with all 15. I'm happy for Matt Ryan because that's a great story, a great journey. But it makes me uncomfortable that we're putting a guy who who's, who can shoot it, but now we have to lean on him who probably played a handful of, what, two NBA regular season games. He's really grinded his way up. So this could be a great story, or this can be one of those where if a trade does come down, we're cutting him and his non-guaranteed contract to make room. So, you know, whatever, man. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm happy for Matt Ryan. I, I I really am. But I'm still, I'm very, very uncomfortable with where we're left at. But let's get more uncomfortable and talk about the season opener as we get ready to go against the Golden State Warriors. The champs are coming. Are we going to them? All right, now let's get into the season opener. And before we can talk about the season opener, we got to talk about the potential starting lineup. Okay, so it's unknown. You know, Russ coming off the bench. Uh, we only got to see a brief few minutes of that. I'm going to speak on that only for a short period. Um, you know, fans think, oh, he faked it. He didn't want to play. Um, other people are mad. Oh, he getting hurt. Now it's going to mess his trade value up. It's just a lot of things going around that everybody's just very unhappy. The energy's been sucked out of the building out of Laker Nation, and I understand why. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like everything's, you know, is all cake and ice cream. It's not happening right now. So we, we really lost that mojo. And it really kind of bummer me down because now I'm going into the season open. I'm not as excited. I'm more just caution, you know, just, just guarding my heart, you know, like Laker fans guards your heart as we lean into this season opener. And I mean, lean like, you know, like you've been hitting the gut and you just kind of slumped over and you just trying to, you know, make it to the end of the round. We're trying not to fall to our knees here, but here we are. Potential starting lineup that was floating around. Um, AD, LBJ, Lonnie Walker. Austin Reeves and Pat Bev. I'm I'm here for it just because if Lonnie Walker is healthy and looking good as they say he is, I really want to see more of him. I mean, I just I just like the athleticism he brings. He's young, he's youthful, youthful, he's youthful, and he's bouncy. And then you have Austin Reeves, who you know he's a jack of all you know he's a jack of all trade. He does everything you know pretty well. He, he he's gonna give you effort. Pat Bev, he's going to be a guy who we need. We need energy. And I, and I just understand that he's going to be able to inject enough energy. He's going to be willing to chase around whoever he needs to chase around. And we need somebody to bring some of that dog to the fight, which I'm fine with. Of course, AD and LBJ are going to have to be themselves. You know, they're going to have to do what they do. So are you okay with this starting lineup for, for the season opener? Because I'm pretty sure it's going to go up and down change. Uh, Russ being receptive to the bench role. Russ coming off the bench playing with none and those other guys, you know, JTA, no Troy Brown Jr. still. Dennis Schroeder's out indefinitely. We don't really know how that finger ligament thing is going to happen. So we don't really know what to expect with Dennis. So I don't know. I'm just not very comfortable. 
you know i'm not real comfortable in in how this is going to work out but i'm okay with this starting the starting unit i'm okay with that uh the the rotation i have no idea how we're gonna like you no know, i don't know what the shift's gonna be what's gonna be the, the second unit fooling like are we just gonna stagger him lebron and, and westbrook are we gonna get him in there where he's gonna eventually still play with all three you know all three are gonna play at the same time i should say um i'm just really curious in that on how are we gonna use the bigs then like are we gonna maybe this is a game where you don't use much of damon jones and, and thomas bryant you you go more winning so you know to deal with that but james wiseman who looked pretty good in the one two preseason games i watched them the minutes that i watched him he looked pretty good uh Kaminga's athletic um golden state you know they, they definitely have themselves in a position where they are the favorite and should win um and i'm just hoping it's not easily and not handily and it's not blowout material because i'm really worried about you know this could be a blowout if we don't get the ball rolling and the energy going and you know before all the the rust thing with the with the huddle gate and the rust injury uh, potentially and just not really knowing what this lineup is going to be like rotation wise the unknowns the unknowns i was actually comfortable with going in this because all the drama and the pressure were going to be on golden state and i'm like we can sneak out of here and get out of this game you know if we can just let all the drama soak up and, and leak on golden state but we decided to nah we're not gonna we're not gonna do that we're gonna get in on the action so now you have the rust thing you have all you know you know the street clothes lines coming out oh he didn't play in this preseason game and russ is day-to-day and, and the energy level blasey blasey yeah so drama will headline it all that's pretty much all i'm saying i'm not confident you know not really confident i wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get blown out you know and then try to do the fake comeback as we know um, I had hoped the catch going to state sleeping, but only I think the Draymond drama, I'm gonna call it the Dre drama, it could fuel them in the short term. So right now they're gonna be proving, trying to prove to everybody and themselves that this is not going to affect them on their you know road to defend the title and, and repeat and all that jazz. So I would expect to get the uh, uh, the good effort, the best efforts out of this golden state warriors team they're going to come in laser focused um i feel like they're going to be out to prove something pool's going to be on a mission um wiggins and pool just got paid draymond is going to probably be on his best behavior now so i don't know how i don't think that will affect them in the short term but in the long term we're going to revisit all that we're going to file that away just file it away and we'll see where where leaves are going to stay because all eyes are going to be on them and every and it's going to be so you know just refreshing to know that they're not going to be just looking at our huddles and our sideline reaction we're going to be having the draymond green cam the, the jordan pool cam the pool party cam i can't wait to see it and then it, it's just gonna it's gonna free up all these you know these drama takes for everybody gonna be able to talk about it after the game tomorrow analyze it every day every night everybody you get a take you get a take we all get a take on all the drama that unfolds between LA and the Golden State Warriors. And I want to end on talking about Darvin Ham. He has to regain the control of the team's energy level. You notice I'm saying energy level. Because right now I'm not expecting him to come out here and be a trailblazer and know all his rotations off the bat. But one thing he's preached about is energy. And hopefully these guys, him and his staff, are ready to just just keep that refueling. Like be that Gatorade, be that whatever you need. Um, Gatorade zero for me but I just want to make sure that he's able to fuel this team's energy level back to where it's at because 
it's going to get ugly if we start to turn into the Russell Westbrook hate show. We don't need that. So fans, if you can help it, if you can't help it, go ahead and hate. I get it. It's all good fun for you. Some of you take it too seriously. Some of you um, not serious enough. I might be one of those, but just, just look, man. Hey, we just ask you to keep the energy. Keep that same energy. Let's let's wash away those last two games. We'll, 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 we'll you know, just hang it on the hat that we were injured and, you know, all the excuses we've used for the past. Well, it's just preseason. It's just preseason. Well, the preseason's over and the season open is here and we're ready to overreact. So I will end with saying Russ trade still on the table. And between now and, you know, the trade deadline, is it will, if it does if it all falls down, we might have to go ahead and overreact and trade them. That's my take. So we're going to see how this goes. This this is down to the reaction time. It's game time, baby. Tomorrow, that is. So just get ready. Golden State should win this game since the Lakers could not keep their drama to themselves. And we decided to add on to that drama. But if Golden State shows a crack any time during this game and allows LeBron James and Anthony Davis to get on some type of roll or maybe Kendrick Nunn to join the party. But we're going to be in the chase center. So I'm we're chasing the upset, okay? So here we are, Laker 82-16. We're trying to grind, baby. It's here. Season of two of Laker 82-16 starts tomorrow.